0: the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wilton, joined by Detective Wilton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about navigating the paradox, law enforcement and the customer service dynamic. So just sit back, relax and enjoy today's content. I heard an attorney talking about this and it was one of those videos where a critical incident happens and an attorney kind of does like a duet view of the incident and he does a play-by-play of the things that were within legal bounds, without legal bounds, and then an explanation of the law, which I find very educational um, when I have time to watch stuff like that. And This attorney was talking about how most cops are not people, 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 persons, people,
1: persons, (laughs)
0: not people, people. And yet they sign up for one of the highest levels of customer service. And I was like, wow, that is a really great way of putting this. I've never heard anybody articulate it that way before.
1: Yeah, it's something that I think and, and that's one thing I pride myself in, in I believe I have a high level of customer service within
0: 100%.
1: And, and it's something that I think we fail as departments and we fail as law enforcement in training our new recruits that are coming through field training on providing that customer service because it's, yeah, we're not, we're not going out there and expecting a tip at the end. We're not expecting, um, Someone to come through and reward us because we did our jobs like how 99% of the world is nowadays. But it's, it is something that in that instance, you have that call for service and you're responding to that location, whether you're speaking with the victim, the witnesses, or the suspect, there is a level of customer service that you, you're you going to need to perform. And you need to understand, like, you're not going to, one, let people walk all over you, but you need to provide them that service. Because even though to you that petty theft incident that you just show up to a, a store is, is minute in comparison to going to a shooting, right? But to them in that moment, it is a very important incident, and it's a very traumatic incident for anybody.
0: I really like that you brought up that point, because when we think of the word customers, the words customer service, we usually relate that to retail service, the restaurant industry. We're usually relating customer service to products and services that we spend our money on when we're seeking something that makes us happy, makes us happy to go out to eat, makes us happy to go buy a new firearm. It makes us happy to go make these purchases. We are failing when it comes to understanding the importance of customer service training in the instances where we are in our most dire moment. And this is something I really struggled with with my staff a great deal. In particular, the provider that I worked with when I managed a pediatric practice for 14 years, because we never relate customer service to the medical industry, the hospitals that we go to and not to knock doctors and nursing staff and things like that, but I have experienced some of the worst customer service in, in the professions where I needed good customer service the most and law enforcement first responders in general, like your house is burning down. Could you imagine getting bad customer service when your fucking house is burning down by the
1: fire department? <laughs> Firefighters show up. like. <laughs> I think we might be able to do it or they're, they're just assholes to you. Yeah.
0: But it happens. It could happen. And yet we don't talk about customer service as it relates to some of these dire professions.
1: Yeah. And it's, I, you know, I'm starting to see trends occur, especially within my own department to where they are becoming more customer service oriented because you really think about it and you know, on the opposite end of the argument is you'll have the cops say, well, they're just living off the system. They're not paying for my salary. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. You treat each individual the same, no matter what. And I think we, we do fail in that. And, And with my department, there is the, the current trends of let's communicate with people. Actually, do what you can to support them in their time of need. And, and that shouldn't be just a customer service thing. This should be a humankind thing. Like we want to look out for one another and you are their superhero in that moment. So show that to them.
0: Yeah. And I I wish that there was customer service training and even, even just the awareness. If First responders had the awareness of understanding that they work in customer service, literally the biggest industries of customer service. I think just that awareness would change things a great deal. And we, what is the thing that comes up the most when we hear like customer service? It's usually the customer is always right. And of course, that's not going to be the same type of dynamics in this situation. And I think that's where the dissonance is.
1: Yeah. And, and I think. You know, we struggle in law enforcement. You look at everybody as a bad guy, as a threat. And, and cause that's ingrained in you. That's, in, that's trained into us from a very early age. I think we need to learn to adapt that and be cognizant of those threats, be aware of it, but also be able to provide that level of customer service on a kind of a, a curve scale to where you know, okay, like, let me treat this person, uh, treat everybody with respect, but let me give this person a little bit more of my attention. Let me listen to them for five minutes. Because most of the time, if you just listen to somebody for five minutes and act on what you can act on, not give excuses, just act on it, it'll change perception on everything.
0: Yeah, not only is law enforcement, first responders overall, the biggest industry when it comes to customer service, but it's also the most difficult. And I'm trying to think of all the angles of this conversation. And something else that's coming up for me is in an atypical customer service environment, you have the right to refuse service, Mm -hmm. whereas you guys aren't allowed to do that, right? I remember managing a pediatric office. The all-honest truth, if there's a patient... That any doctor doesn't like and they own their own practice, they could divorce you. And divorcing you means, and of course this is not supposed to happen, this is illegal, right? But the every single doctor that I have known in our area, they will send the patient a letter. They don't have to tell you why they're going to divorce you. Instead, they let these patients become very upset and call the staff and cuss them out and the doctor will never talk to them again. So the doctor puts that on the staff and then the doctor will put a little note in their file, making sure that we never schedule that patient again. And then the doctor will go against typical guidelines and they will tell all of their other doctors. So let's say this is a pediatrician I'm talking about. They will tell all of the other pediatricians in our area, this patient came in, this is how the mother is. This is why I divorced her. And then guess what? That other pediatrician, they're going to create a, a fake dummy account if that patient is not already in their system and they're going to put a very comparable note inside of that system so that they too don't schedule that patient because they don't want to have to deal with them. You're not allowed to go around the law and, and do those types of shady things.
1: No, and, and that's why I think it within the, in, within the realm of first responders, like you're stuck. You're, no matter what, you have to respond to it. You can show up and be like, nope, I'm, you're rude to me. I'm not going to provide you a service today. (laughs) Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah.
0: You can't put a note on someone's address. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. And it's, it's something, you know, you're cognizant of, you're aware of, but, most of the time, and, and I think we fail at this as law enforcement too, is most of the time we have to remember that this person just went through a bad incident and they're venting, they're upset, they're, they're frustrated at any given time or it, at the incident in itself. They're not necessarily pissed off at you as an individual. They're pissed off at the situation. Give them that time. Give them a few minutes and yeah, we're busy. We have a lot going on, but give them a few minutes to let them vent to you.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important. And I also think that if you are a first responder, in particular a police officer, and you identify one of your partners who obviously has this pattern of, per- we all know those people, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They have this pattern of just being like, Assholes. Yeah, piss poor people (laughs) out there in in the community that they serve, you know, having a candid conversation, even if it's an open conversation that you're having with somebody else and you know that person can hear about this realization or this this understanding of how your profession is customer service and and what it means to you and how you navigate through some of the difficulties of it. I think that's important.
1: It is. And, and, you know, we confuse customer service with just being nice to everybody and to give them their way. And, and that's not the case at all. It's just being respectful and explaining processes changes the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.